T Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of VT Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, my one brother, because our other brother, as he announced, so I can announce it here, is at a funeral. My other brother is still here, though. Uh, the man who actually sexually accosted Nick Cage twice in Las Vegas, allegedly, Mr. Mustard. <laughs> I just can't help myself around that man. Who can? You know, the stories of me stalking him and actually pre, like, you know, predetermining whether it was going to happen or not. That's just all false. I just happened to run into him. Several times with your hands. No. No, no, no. In his pants. It's only three. Oh, <laughs> uh, we gotta we gotta talk about the movie we watched too. So this is this is gonna be a loaded show. And we have a guest with us since our other brother couldn't be here. Mr. Gibby himself from the Magic Squirrel Network who actually modeled for the logo. I did. You were the squirrel. Wow, dude. I yeah. I, well, Paul see me. He's like, damn boy, you thick as hell. <laughs> I want you to look for the. I want you to look like a logo. I mean, it, it got weird a couple times because you know he wanted super secret photos to be taken, but oh wow, it turned into one of those, huh? Yeah, yeah, it did. And I I don't want to talk about it. It's too, it's, it's too weird. Too weird. Okay. Just okay. don't ask how this. Don't don't ask how they got the the tail to stick to him. <laughs> that was 15 bucks i'll never get back so we have a very loaded show today and we have we have a lot of things that we did this week so we'll go ahead and get the show started uh mustard what have you been doing what have you been up to what have you been watching we've watched we watched the best movie ever one of the best movies yeah yeah uh and i what have i been doing I haven't been doing shit, just playing, like, Dead by Daylight and stuff. Uh, been playing a lot of Dead by Daylight. Another fad game, then, I don't know. <clears throat> well, yeah, kind of, but it's got, it a, it's got, it a, it's got a cool lore. It, oh, that game actually has lore? Yeah, dude, it's got a pretty fucked up lore, actually. It's, like, really fucking brutal. <laughs> well, I mean, serial killers are involved. I mean... <laughs> With, well, it's with, got to, with, okay, like just a quick synopsis, I guess, is would be like uh, <laughs> the entity runs these trials, and you're a survivor or a killer. The entity gives both sides power, and basically, it's a it's a self feeding ritual that is endless and happens over and over again. And if you die too many times, you become a killer. Oh, okay, all right. I, well, there's probably somebody on YouTube that's made a hour-long explanation of what the Multiple lore is hours long yes no. going into like the lore backstory of every single character but i didn't go that far because i just wanted to hear the general you know what the fuck's happening <laughs> i mean like it's brutal but at the same time that's what i was about to say it's like what serial killer movie has ever started with i had a salad yeah yeah you but know? Anyways, I mean, that's what i've been doing found a whole found out a bunch of that and then what else oh i bought battlefield one for like an hour and then, Did like, I realized, what? The, yeah, you know, I realized the mistake I made and asked for a refund. Yeah, good. Any, any, any shooting games like that, you should automatically get a refund. I, yeah, I, I just because okay, Battlefield Five is good, but it's not that good. And Battlefield One was better than Battlefield Five, so I thought it would be better, but no. Like finding a game in that game is hard because there's just so many fucking people like not playing it and like playing only one one. 
uh, playlist. So yeah, it's just not gonna work. You're finding a game, and uh, people in the game are sweaty as fuck and tryhards and level one thousand already. So I'm just ugh. like, I'm it. Yeah. It's just not a good game. It's 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 not a well designed game. It's not a well played game. It's not a good game. Period. We haven't had a well designed Battlefield since like Battlefield Four. I have a job. I need time to actually play this game and not get killed twenty four hours. You know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I feel playing Rust every time. Oh fuck that game too, bro. And what about you, Gibby? What have you been up to? What have you been watching? What have you been playing? Um, well, I've been recently trying to get back into the whole content creating thing. I've had some had some roadblocks, so kind of stopped for a minute. But I'm coming back. Uh, I what I've been watching. I've just been watching like hour long explanation videos of video games on YouTube, which. I could throw those on at work and just be in my own little zone. What I've been playing is Little Nightmares 2. <laughs> and I, the ending, I'm not going to give any spoilers because I know there's a lot of people that haven't played it yet, but the ending to, the ending to that pissed me off. Oh, wow. But it's a great game. I mean, it makes you feel uneasy, just like the first one. Wasn't a giant fan of the swinging... Uh, hammer or swing giant items mechanic they introduced for some reason yeah could have went without that but that's my like own little gripe about it the artwork's amazing the story that is there like it was in little nightmares 2 is still there still prominent still got to kind of look for it but it's a beautiful game and i would definitely recommend it to anybody yeah and it's uh and it's free with game xbox game pass so if uh, you have game pass and you want to play it go ahead and pick that up it's it's actually a really good game but uh, uh, let's see. We, I watched Willy's Wonderland. I'm almost caught up on WandaVision. I watched. Uh, I finished Sweet Home. Totally fuck series that I love it. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. Did I say? Did I say that last week? I don't think I said that last week. I think I started it last you week. You were like like watching it. Yeah. Yeah. I finished it this week. <clears throat> Just nice. fucked series. Just oh, so fucked. It is. What is it? Uh, Sweet, Sweet Home. Home. Somebody somebody claimed that Resident Evil was based off Sweet Home. And I was like, no. Based off of Sweet Home? Yeah. No. I was like, that's bullshit. Nope, sorry. Resident <laughs> Evil's original origin story starts in the 40s. <laughs> um, what I've been playing, I've been trying to get through the battle pass of uh, Call of Duty and Cold War. And more uh, Legend of Zelda. But today there was a sale for the Division 2. Uh, the expansion pass is usually $35. It's on sale today for 8 bucks, and I picked it up. So that's what I've been doing. God, those sales are really, really do a number to your wallet. They do. I want to call you a word, but it's not allowed on the show. You're right. It's not. <laughs> so let's start the show when this decides to load. Oh, so we can't use those certain kind of words. Okay. No. Maybe I should drop one like Dead Man dropped on my show live one time. That's the word I want to use. What is... is... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, make make him do extra work. Fuck it, do it. (laughs) (laughs) That's easier for me to just kick him out. Oh. So my sound effects aren't working for some reason. <clears throat> oh no! What the hell? Oh shit! There's just been a litany of technical issues today. 
It wouldn't be a show without a couple technical issues. I know. That's Anyways. how I always do it when I so, about to say, <laughs> that's how I always do it when I stream. If there's not one technical issue, it ain't a good stream. Right though. So I guess we'll just start. Well, let me let me give it one more shot. Nothing's going wrong. There we go. When nothing's going wrong on my streams, I'm like, all right, okay, okay, I'm ready for <laughs> Where's it. Where's the gremlin? So <laughs> I'm ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> Epic Games' new MetaHuman Creator helps devs create characters. Uh, Epic Games is releasing a tool to help developers make new characters. Um, what? Okay. Okay. Uh, I guess this Epic is just to. It's, it's going to be a new uh, Unreal, yeah. Yeah, it's just going to be a new Unreal Engine. So we're just going to. I'm just going to skip past that. That's cool and all, but not really. <laughs> not really worth our time because it's like, yeah, all they're doing is streamlining what's already out there, which is not really. Ooh, you know, people so, already already develop textures and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we we saw the, the the PS5 demo from E3 and what they're trying to do with that. So let's take a look at this though. Gabe Newell says it's unfair to throw stones at CD Projekt Red over Cyberpunk 2077. I yes, wholeheartedly it is. agree. No, the fuck, it's not. I disagree. It is completely fair. It's completely <laughs> fair. Yes. It is fair to do that because you guys greenlit a shit game. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Instead of spending multi-million dollars on marketing and, and fucking bullshit Hype. reviews, y'all should have spent the time and money developing the game. <laughs> yeah, and I was I was one of the idiots that like pre-ordered it, and then I played it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I nope. had it pre-ordered. But, yeah, um, you did, yeah. Yeah, that didn't go through. So, let's take a look. Valve CEO Gabe Newell has made a few interesting comments regarding the, the recent release of Cyberpunk and its developer CDPR. Interviewed by New Zealand's TVNZ, the game's industry vet had some words of wisdom towards the Polish studio and uh, opens up about the tough real reality of developing games in the pandemic on any scale. So... <laughs> Gabe, I, you I love you. You guys had a ton of marketing. What do you mean hard to release? Yeah, like I, I, I love you, Gabe, but at the same time, I think you're off base on this one. So let's see what he says. I have a lot of sympathy with the situation that every game developer finds themselves in. All I know is that there are a lot of very happy gamers in the PC space, which are the ones that are most visible to us. It's unfair to throw stones at any other developer just because, uh, because just getting something as complex and ambitious as that out the door is pretty amazing. People get mad because they care. When people have those kinds of reactions, my first thought is that the as an, an opportunity for us, and I assume that the cyberpunk developers are similarly just using it to crank through and make improvements that are going to be beneficial to their customers. They have a long history of doing a great job of continuing to invest in their products over time, and I suspect they're going to be very good at making their customers very happy. No, no, they don't. They have a shit fucking history. The Witcher 1, 2, and 3 weren't playable till about six months after their release. No. Yep. And even S now, it's full of bugs and shit. Like, it's not a good game. It's not. It's not a good game, and I own two copies of it. I should know. It, <laughs> yeah. I've got I was about to say, yeah, I was about to say, I got it for PC. They all run great, but I just... You could definitely tell all the work that was put in afterwards. Cause I remember playing it on console when it first came out, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay, it's, it's not, it's not good." Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
yeah, they they should have like I said, dude. They invent okay. <clears throat> they have a world record for the most money spent in marketing for a game ever. Do they really? Is that is that can, can you confirm that? I'm, yeah, I I kind of want to see numbers for that. Let me see. Let me see. Because if that's the case, that makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. Because everywhere you went, we oh, seen. I've, I've read somewhere that they did spend more than most. Maybe not the world record, but like, let me see. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead and find those numbers, Rose. But at the same yeah, time, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like I said, CDPR, I'm sorry, man. You, you guys have a bad track record, and, and which is why I kind of had hopes for this regarding all the early bugs and everything else that was going on. I I don't see it now, and, and I kind of see how they failed, and I'm really just disappointed in the idea that they didn't learn from The Witcher, you know? Uh, I, I I could get that, but then they would think, oh, well, maybe we just didn't market it well enough. <clears throat> Marketing so if we mar- so if we market it like $100 million. Oh. $100 million as compared to what's the what's the usual? <laughs> the, take, pick a game. Let's, let's see. Uh, COD. Okay. Black uh, I feel like that, well, yeah. I feel like they have a bigger... I feel like they don't have to market as much as CD Projekt Redwood, though. No, they do. Really? Because as soon as you hear a new COD game, everybody's shitting bricks. Well, apparently Call of Duty Cold War is actually the number one selling Call of Duty in the world right now. Yeah. So. (laughs) That still blows my mind, but okay. It's a shitty game. Yeah, it blows mine, too. Yeah, it sucks. It is not a good game. (laughs) No, it's not. It's it, it, is it fun? Yes. Is it good? No. Like you, got, you're talking to an anti Call of Duty person, so I that's that's where I sit on that. Well, I mean, like the problem with was the problem with Call of Duty, right? Is that you have to get two two or three things just right. You have to get the balancing right. You have to get the the time to kill ratio right, and you have to get the weapons right. And this game got those right. It got nothing else right, but it got the three core things that make it playable right. Not to mention a story where mustard can literally throw people off a roof. <laughs> right. I always forget that they have they try to do stories. They have really good stories. They have some good stories, man. They have really good stories, yeah. And like like multiplayer multiplayer aside, the the, the single player stories are actually really good. Last time I played Call of Duty was Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. So. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just amazed that they stayed there after all this time. They sucked. And uh, they're going, how many months is it now, Mustard, that they're going, uh, that CD Project Red has released that game? <clears throat> it's been um, since November, I think it was, or. So it's been since no, November. since December. Since I think it was released December twenty first, right? No, I think it was. It was. I think it was uh, November. I think you're right in November. No, I think it was December twenty first because they pushed it back another six weeks from the November release date. So I think it was de- December twenty first is when it came out. Uh, let me look it up real quick. Well, the budget for Cold War was three billion dollars. So Jesus fuck. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Damn. 10th of December, so they've had... 10th of December. So they've had uh, two months to work on it, and they haven't done much. They released one, like, 
day one patch, I think it was. <clears throat> yeah, and then another, and then another driver patch that f- broke everything. So <laughs> they're not on a good track record right now. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. Like, I'm I'm not impressed. Uh, I'm still not going to get the game. So there's that. Not even if it's on sale. No, fuck! I, I love the division. I'm a division fanboy, and I didn't buy their fucking expansion pass till it was literally eight dollars. Like, okay, yeah, you got you got me on that one. Yeah. So moving on from that though, because honestly, we could spend all day shitting on Project Red, and I just don't feel like it. <laughs> no, but absolutely, they do deserve to be cast stones at because yes, they do. Yes, they do. Fuck, fuck Gabe Noel. Like, like Gabe, dude, you've been running this fucking industry for twenty years. It's easy for you to sit on your fucking high horse and go, behold, my peasants. Don't yeah, throw stones. Don't, <laughs> don't talk about listening to fans, you motherfucker. I don't want to hear a word about <laughs> Game Newell talking about listening to fans because right. I'm still waiting for Half-Life 3. We got Half-Life, whatever the fuck it was, but if you ain't got a VR set, well, sucks to suck, don't it? Well, Alex, Gabe uh, Newell has a very small part in Valve, I think. He's mostly a Steam dude. Ah. Uh, like, yeah, I think he has like a very small hand in Valve's development process, but like with Steam, he oversees everything. Hmm. So I still stick done. by my guns. <laughs> huh? You still stick by your fuck Gabe Noel guns. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so Mustard, you want to go ahead and read this one out because this happens McDonald's to pertain to our Pokemon friends. Pokemon cards are selling out because of Mark. No, I'm just kidding. Because of Scalper. <laughs> 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 Fucking lemon. All right, scalpers are taking advantage of a McDonald's loophole to snap up 25th Pokemon anniversary trading cards packs inside Happy Meals and selling them online for extortion. That's a weird word. Extortionate prices, leaving fans disappointed. Not a weird as in like I can't say it, but that's a weird word to use in this. In use in this. Yeah, they decided to throw a college word in there, didn't they? Yeah. Okay. Good job, boy. All right, McDonald's (laughs) customers, as reported by Kotaku and Polygon, have taken ex to social media to vent their fury at their practice, which has been seen boxes of Pokemon cards posted on websites such as eBay for eye-watering fees up to $1,500. You, know you know what the... Hey, good good on you, Tom Power. Good on you for writing a cohesive article. This is one of the first ones we've seen that actually has well, merit to it. we've only read two paragraphs. Let's, let's not... I'm talking about the, the last off, year. Last <laughs> off yet, bro. No, yeah. Uh, so sure you yeah. get some of your inventory control for your promo Pokemon cards as some of your stock is being sold in steel boxes, which means they're not even making it to your stores. So the same thing happened with Tom Hortons and Hockey 2. Retail wow. 199 I'm going to show Mark this. I'm going to tell him to go buy a fucking box. Oh, no. He'll do it. So He'll they're literally stealing entire boxes that are being shipped to McDonald's. And the entire stock is yeah. being stolen and yeah. sold online. That's yeah. pretty. That's pretty crafty. I'll give him that. That's actually it pretty takes, crafty. It takes one rogue employee to take a box and just. Oh, this this would look good in the back oh, of my Chevy. Oh no, that's crafty as hell. I actually give props for that. That's pretty cool. The limited edition patch, which are being sold at select McDonald's restaurants as part of the franchise's landmark birthday, are supposed to have come as part of McDonald's Happy Meals. Per the Pokemon website's official announcement, Happy Meals purchasers will receive a 25th anniversary trading card booster pack that contains four exclusive cards. There are 50 cards for fans to collect, all 24 starter Pokemon and Pikachu in standard and foil versions, but like other Pokemon trading card packs, the ones you get are entirely random. Buying McDonald's Happy Meals should be the only way to collect them all, but scalpers are bypassing this via loophole that allows them to buy the pack's in bulk. Okay, I thought that Jesus. said on entire 
unentirely random. And like you could choose what you got. And I was like, there's no way that's like the old trading card no, no, game. No, no, but no, then no. I had to, I had to reread it. <laughs> yeah. What the f- This is tripping me out. All right. Like, uh, why do people literally fucking scalping? That's all it why, is. Why do they do this shit? Why do they do this? To make money. Look profit, at that money. Profit for something easy. Yeah. But look at that money. Here's the problem. These fucking eBay usernames are traceable. They're all traceable. So unless you're going to be selling this through like a ghost account or if a they, sock account, if the transaction happens, they can't do anything about it. They can. Then, this you, is then you know what? Ghost. Whose fault is that? But Who's it's not illegal, though. That's the thing. They, if if the cops decide to, to ask the question, "Where the fuck did you get this?" Like, there's there's things that there's 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 legal things. It's not like with an Xbox, all right? Because this is retail packaging. Like this okay. is how it goes to this, this is how it goes to McDonald's. Well, the next box Series X or a PS5, you buy the console, you take it home, then you upload it and sell it. These aren't even getting to their destination point of sales. Oh, I get what you're saying. This is stolen property. Yeah, I okay, now I mean I still think it's a badass idea, but I get why you say the legality part. Yeah. But still, a grand for a case of Pokemon cards? Good God. <laughs> oh, 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 you don't even know. Yeah, you don't yeah. even know. <laughs> oh, no, I don't because Poke- yeah. I have not been in the Pokemon sphere since a I'm, while. So I haven't been to gold and silver. So, uh, yeah, gold, silver. We're talking, okay, we're talking like Team Rocket booster packs from like 1999 going for over 10000 each. Yeah. Okay. All right. I get your point now. So, yeah. according to Kotaku, each McDonald's restaurant seems to have a different policy on how these packs are being sold, which is enabling scalpers to get their hands on them with every with every release. Uh, some are buying Happy Meals in mass to get the packs before throwing the food away. Oh, that's eat just the food, rude, you fat fucks! Just eat the fucking nuggets, bro. Just, just eat, eat the, the nuggets. nuggets. Oh no, eat it's a kids. It's a nuggets. kids meal. You get. You get four nuggets in a thing. It's a kid's meal. I'm pretty sure you could suffer four big nuggets for whatever's in that case. Our friend Mark has literally eaten set like 27, <laughs> 27 Happy Meals in the last like three, four days. <laughs> oh my god. Fucking lemon. That's why we're making fun of him saying that this, be- this is because Mark, because our friend Mark is like stupid in the Pokemon this, yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, others, meanwhile, are simply showing up at McDonald's and asking to buy whole boxes or turning up at 5 a.m. so they can purchase packs before anybody else. I mean, okay, so they buy the whole box. That's legal. If it's if it's if it's acquired any other way, not legal. Jesus Christ! Man, stuff like this is starting to get a little wild. COVID. I know, but st- that's all I have to say is COVID, dude. See, look, yeah, a box of original TCG booster packs recently sold for four hundred thousand dollars, and rapper Logic bought a single shiny Charizard for over two hundred thousand dollars last year. You know that motherfucker did that out of spite, too. He probably just wanted it. I don't I know. Just, I'm not, a fan of, not a fan of Logic, so I got I got nowhere to go with this other than we know people that are doing this. I don't know about purchasing the whole fucking box, but definitely just. Uh. I'm still <laughs> obsessed with a, slip with a 
collectible out of McDonald's. I'm just I I hate scalpers like you know as it is and and do them knowing the fact that we know people that do this just angers me. <laughs> so well, it's happening. They're yeah. they're scalping that just like they're scalping everything. Just like yeah, they're scalping everything. It's the year of the scalping. Yeah, it's literally pissing me everything. Off. They're scalping makeup. They're scalping shoes. They're scalping fucking video games and video game accessories. They're scalping consoles. They're scalping PC parts. They're scalping every fucking microphones. Thing. Microphones. Everything. They're but scalping. Like, how do they? How do they expect to sell it at like markup? Well, I guess if there's none left, you'd pay uku yeah. and buku amounts of money to get something. Yeah. Yeah, because of policies that were made in the last few years, we're not going to talk politics. Uh, because of policies that were made in the last few years, a lot of things have become a commodity, such as one of my favorite things, fucking ammo. For my guns have become very scarce. So I have my home stuff, and then I, I can't buy any because my, my, my go-to-the-range, uh, you know, usual stuff, it's, 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 you got people over here selling a box of 9mm uh, that's usually around 10 bucks. I, I, you go online, people are selling these things for $25. It's like, get fucked, dude. Ooh. Ooh. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and it's, and it's, and it's, and it's affecting everything. It's not just the, the Xbox and the PlayStation and the cards. Everything's being scalped. And, and it's, it's just angering me because I don't want any kind of government intervention. But at the same time, I'm looking at this and I'm just like, somebody fucking do something. You know? Then they're like, what can we do? It's a free market. <laughs> yeah, but then if somebody sells something or, you know, they do like Twitch or live streaming and shit, they're like, oh, where's the tax? Yeah. Like, just... What the fuck do you, what? Hold on. Whoa. Look, nobody gives a fuck because the companies and productions are still making their money. That's why nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, and it's like, and it's like uh, DJ quoted me and then I can't believe he did, you know, capitalism always works so yeah the, the whole yeah does. the whole the whole reason I'm, I'm not pissed off so much about the xbox and the playstation that shit happens every generation i'm yeah. pissed off about ammo this, <laughs> but, but this has been the worst it's been in a long fucking time this is this has been the worst it has ever been and i love it ever ever dude nintendo okay. has never been short stocked you gotta find a switch to save your damn life yeah during this whole hey, the, the, recent, the recent Super Mario one came out, the red one. Do you guys see that? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it looks so nice. It's beautiful, but I already got one, so. Uh but yeah, no, like like Nintendo has never been short stocked. Ever. Like we've we've never had an issue getting Nintendo products. The last two years, uh and and with the and with the pandemic going on, you can you couldn't find one. Like I got so lucky to buy my two the two switches I have, out of just complete chance. <laughs> Look at that! Click that real quick. Okay. These are on sale right now. They're actually in stock. Surprisingly, they haven't gotten fucking wiped. Oh wow! Oh, oh, that's oh, that's so fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly, they haven't been wiped out. They've been on sale for the last few days. Ba -da 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 -da. Yeah, literally though. Look at the red dock. The red dock is sick. That red, yeah, that is pretty cool. That looks a lot better than the one than the normal one. It does. Oh, that's so pretty. 
Look at the hand. The hand ties are my favorite part, probably. Oh. Yeah. Oh, he's got the coin. Look at the coin. Oh, shit. That's sick. Yeah, so those case, are sick. Yeah, in case you want to switch, folks, they are back in stock, and they're uh, Nintendo Switch Mario Red and Blue Edition. Go check it out. And they're not charging extra for this one like they did with a fucking... Uh, Animal Crossing Animal one. Animal Crossing one. Fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> that was bullshit, dude. I'm so happy. That was bullshit. I, I'm so glad I got it. Like, I, I'm glad I, they walked it back to 300, everybody was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you mean after they sold out, then everybody was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So, moving on, though. I looked, I looked it up, folks. That's really cool if you're an old schooler like us. Uh, Microsoft is creating a new company called Vault to complete the ZeniMax Bethesda deal. Vault Tech is the foremost builder in the state-of-the-art underground Fallout shelters. Cool. Yeah. All right. I'm not interested. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Fallout shelters was awful. It was it was okay. It was a fun it was a fun time waster when you work third shift in security and you're just like bop 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 bop. Okay, yeah, you got you got a point. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. But still, so it was just, it's one of those games where it's like you just build a little vault and that like you don't even get any story or anything. It's just there. Yeah, and it's fun. <laughs> well, you so, wanted an actual game. You want like you want content. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I know. On, God man. forbid, I want content. From Jesus, Bethesda, brother. Oh yeah. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. Yeah, that's a that's a stretch. So the EU is currently deciding whether to approve the seven point five billion dollar acquisition that was revealed back in September. Uh, documents seen on the EU law website uh, refer to the logistics of the acquisition, mentioning a merger pursuant to which a uh, newly created Microsoft subsidiary, Vault, will be merged in with Zenimax. Like, my mouth was all over trying to pronounce all those words. <laughs> like, I hate legal jargon. Uh, while it's not clear exactly how it will work, the Vault subsidiary will be a good way to house Microsoft's new acquisitions under one quasi-independent banner. Affording Zenimax Studios, uh, which includes Bethesda, Arcane, Machine Games, and a couple others, uh, a level of freedom while still being owned by Microsoft. I guess this huh. is why they haven't done shit, is because it hasn't been approved. Yeah. Okay. The government's right. like, okay, let's take a look at this real quick. Yeah, because I've been seeing this a lot on Reddit. People are like, what the fuck? What the fuck, Microsoft? You bought Bethesda and all this. Why aren't you doing something with them? Well, now we know it's because the fucking sale hasn't been approved by the government. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Okay. Well, that takes a little bit off my mind regarding the whole situation. Uh, the text explicitly says that Microsoft will acquire sole control of the whole Zenimax family. Um, and that's it. That's it. We'll learn more when the, when the acquisition goes through. All right. I mean, I got nothing... I got nothing but high hopes for this. Fuck it. They got double fine, and I want Ooh. double fine to make another fucking. Hey, help me out here! I just lost it. Psychonauts. No. Before uh, we move on from the video games, I'd like to uh, input that article really quick. What the hell? Um, metal metal game that. Oh! Oh! Full oh. Metal Alchemist. No. no. Oh, it's with Jack Black, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brutal yeah. Legends? Brutal yes. Legends! Make another one! Yes. 
We need another one. We need another br- brutal legend. That game was so much fucking fun. That was fun. Yeah. Was yeah. Fun. Yeah. That, I think I wasn't <laughs> playing that the other day actually. <laughs> it was it's stupid fun. That's what I like about that game. It's just dumb, but it's yeah. fun. All right, I see. Uh, fuck no on Psychonauts too. Uh, well, no, there is another Psychonauts that either came out or is about to come out. Either one, I'm not really. Quite sure. it, it was re- it was released and it was getting developed already. Ah, like okay, it started yeah. developing. It's already, yeah. in, it's already in the works. Uh, so Phil Spencer, uh, guy who <laughs> runs Bethesda, pretty much says we're still working on the same games we were yesterday. Uh, made by the same studios we've worked with for years, and those games will be published by us. No, Phil Spencer is not Bethesda. He's Xbox. He's Microsoft. Oh. Okay. Pete Hines. Sorry. It was in the, that, it was in the, it was in the link. Yeah, it was in the link, so I ignored it by accident. <laughs> <laughs> so Pete Hines says that they're still going to release them, which is kind of hopeful because that means that Microsoft is going to retain ownership and keep its fingers out of the pie. The, which is what they've been doing to a lot of studios, and it's worked out for them really well, like really, yeah. really well. So, uh, hopefully, Bethesda and uh, all of them get that uh, get that chance. So, let me grab what Mustard was sending us here. Since we don't have our producer, we don't have to adhere to, to, to anything he sends us. Hey, what are you, what are you get rid of that? Yeah. <laughs> hey, what the hell? Shut up, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ubisoft has confirmed <laughs> quarantine's release window on everything. Um, has been confirmed the game is releasing before September 30th, 2021. I doubt it. <laughs> Why? I doubt it. Look when it was announced. Look when Cyberpunk was announced, bro. Yeah, well, that one was announced 13 years ago. <laughs> that that's oh, not that's not fucking, Ubisoft. What else was announced? What's well, another one that we that we didn't see for like 10 years? Okay, just because you really want this game, <laughs> stop trying to defend it. Don't simp. She's not. A, this isn't a nine foot six vampire lady. You're not allowed to simp. I'm just saying, I, I really, really hope that they do it. I really uh, fucking hope that they do it, dude. So let's see here. Uh, that guy I can't, whose name I can't say. On Rainbow Six Quarantine, we are creating a product that is actually as its name today. It is something we are evaluating and we will see what comes in the future on that product, says uh, that guy. Yves Guilman. Oh my god. <laughs> It's worse than me. It's actually Ives Guimau. Oh, yeah, I totally slaughtered that. Yeah. So, uh, Gibby's under arrest for a hate crime. <laughs> well, <laughs> not the first do it, time. Do it, man. <laughs> do it, do it, man. Have you guys, okay, have you, have we, we not, we haven't seen the E3 announcement video in a while, huh? Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do it on the post show since we're going to cover some horror stuff later. Uh, the rainbow operators will face off against a totally new breed of alien parasite affecting human hosts and their surroundings. This new enemy is more lethal and challenging than ever before. Prepare to launch an nice. intense, chaotic, and total unpredictable missions as you and your squad risk everything every time you step into quarantine. Dude, I, that's gonna be sick, dude. I do love the idea that they straight up stole the thunder from the division. Because <laughs> this was supposed to happen in the division. Nah, 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 nah. No, it Don't was. Don't start with that. 
This was. This Dude, was. the division was a shitty game. It's always been a shitty game. Rainbow Fuck Six is you. a shitty game. They're all shitty games. Okay? You do know they, they exist in the same universe. They don't They're, steal from each other, bro. Dude, there's, there's, what the fuck are you talking about? There is Rainbow Six skins in, <laughs> in Division, and Division skins in fucking Rainbow Six. You hear how mad he gets? We talked about his precious Division. I know, I seen that. I was like, good, <laughs> good. damn, See, he jumped, jumped quick to that gun. You, oh, you are both within slapping distance, so please <laughs> watch it. <laughs> Dude, See, I'm out of this one. I don't play either of them. So See, Gibby's I'm only out. Gibby's only three hours away, and I can throw the division, him. The division is literally just destiny with the new Fuck skin. Fuck you. <laughs> That's four. I hope you know that. That's four. For what? Slaps on the knee, bro. I'm I'm wearing knee pads. It's <laughs> not gonna help you. <laughs> it's not gonna help you. I throw a Frito at your fucking kneecap. You buckle. Damn. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Eat that quiet. Eat that quiet. So Ubisoft moving away from reliance <laughs> on AAA releases. What does that mean? Uh, so the publisher says it's expecting long-term support for older releases, free-to-play games, and bigger roles in its revenues. So in other words, <clears throat> what they're, they're trying... Epic what, Games. Yeah, they're moving more towards an Epic Games. Uh, they want to have longer uh, uh, longer lives for their games, a la Rainbow Six, a la Division, a la Destiny. Um, Ubisoft is not Destiny. That, that's why Bungie. I said a la Destiny. Oh, that's like this Bungie. <laughs> so they don't want to be as reliant on AAA game releases as it, is in, as it has been in the past. And we'll look more closely at free-to-play games and uh, its back catalog to make more money. Uh, in an earning call today, following the company's Q3 financial results, the publisher said that it has plans for fiscal 2022, uh, including three AAA games, but that in the future, Ubisoft doesn't want to rely on AAA games. Uh, we said for a number of years that our normal template is to come with either three or four AAA games, so we'll stick to that plan for fiscal 2022. But we see that we are progressively, continuously moving from a model that used to be focused on the games to a model where we have a combination of strong releases and strong back catalog dynamics, but also complementing our program of new releases and free-to-play with other uh, premium experiences. And this is one they want to have a long life, Far Cry 6. I'm excited for that. I'm really excited for that. Oh come on, dude! Like every time a fucking Far Cry comes out, the 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 the, the outrage, the 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 pearl clutching—it's just gorgeous to me. Five, five still holds a special place in my heart. <laughs> New Dawn should have been a DLC. New Dawn should have been a DLC. I agree. But five, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Five, five was. Beautiful man. How many people came out the woodwork to just shit on on Far Cry Five, and every one of us little fuckers was just like, "Hey, welcome to the fold. <laughs> welcome to the party. There's beer on the left. There's drinks on the right. Come on in." <laughs> you know, I, I love the idea. Take one of them. Take two of them. Actually, yeah, take a couple of them. Do double fisted. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, the the idea that so many people were crawling out of the woodwork to say, oh, in Far Cry 6, you're killing people of faith. People of faith. Oh, my God. And here's Spanish who, people. Who cares? Well, here's Spanish people in, in, uh, in Resident Evil 4 days. Hey, they put us in the game. <laughs> hey, pendejo, they're killing us. We're in the game. <laughs> no mames, cabrón. Mira, they're fucking, they're speaking Spanish. <laughs> We're in the game, way. What's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> like fucking, what was it? Resident Evil uh, 5 or 6 where it was taking place in Africa? 5. Yeah, yeah five, I think it was 5. It still had yeah. the same strain of the virus, though. It was uh, Las Plagas. Yeah. Yeah. But once again, people in Nigeria and people that were in these countries, you know, they were like, they put us in a game. <laughs> they know the fucking name of the town we live in, dude. They put us in a game. Yeah, but we're the bad guys. What part of they put us in a game don't you get? <laughs> they know we exist. Shut up. Yeah, dude. So, like, like, and that's what made me laugh about Far Cry 5. Oh, my God. You're, you're killing people of faith. Welcome to the party, fucker. <laughs> come on like come on tell me you didn't feel like that come on really i i haven't played far cry 5 yes you have i haven't played fully no i haven't well you haven't finished it but you played it i got to the part where cheeseburger comes out dude and that's literally because <laughs> that's what you wanted the game to end you're just like i'm good i don't know i don't want yeah, to play friends with a bear that's it <laughs> A friend, friends with a diabetic alcoholic bear named Cheeseburger. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good it's about peak life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gibby, you've played it, right? Haven't you? I think I think you, Far Cry Five. I played it for a little bit, but it was one of those games where I can't play it like long successions, or else I will get so deep into it I will invest eighty hours. Yeah, that's what I did. Like, no second thought. So I kind of just played it for a little bit. And I was like, all right, this is fun. And I'll pick it up every now and then. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I got all the legendary animals. <laughs> I, I did the whole oh, thing. I got all the legendary guns. Yeah. I, I was, I'm pretty bad with those games. So <laughs> when Far Cry 6 comes out and it takes place in a what seems to be a, a Cuban type, a Cuba type or Argentina type country. I wonder who's going to clutch like the pearls. It seems like like South America. South America. It looks like Ecuador, you know? <clears throat> yeah, Mostly white South people America. will clutch the pearls. Yeah. Yeah. So what what did you want to complain about with uh, Little Monsters? Little Nightmares? Little Nightmares. Sorry. See, but it deals with the ending. And I said I wasn't going to ruin it. Okay. <laughs> I'd appreciate uh, you if you didn't, yeah. Yeah, that's that's why it was just it was just the ending that I had problems with. The rest of rest of the game was all I can say is a masterpiece for <laughs> under forty bucks. All right, so as vaguely as you can, without bringing specific points up, what about the ending pissed you off? Oh, that's a hard one for me because it's one specific moment. Uh anger. That's that's. That's all I can really give the final ending because that's a giant theme. 
So like, uh, so it didn't tell you. I bet the rest though, because of... like, given given the first one, dude, the ending of the first one's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, or like the first time you eat in the first one. Oh yeah, yes. This yes. little gnome coming up to help you give you bread, then you eat the son of a bitch, and you're just sitting yeah. there like, I thought they were supposed to help me. Where did I go wrong? Yeah, and they're, they're just... like, oh yeah, I'm fucking starving. Yeah, there's a point. Oh. There's a point in both those games where you're just like, did did I fuck up? Did I fuck up? Yeah, like was was there multiple choices here? Like, could I've done a different way or done something different? And you're like, nope, that's just how this game's supposed to be. Cool. Yep. Was there a point where I wasn't supposed to fuck up? Because <laughs> I yeah. think I fucked up. Yeah, especially eating one of those little gnomes because you're just like, oh. Oh, what's up, buddy? I'm, yum, I'm yum, sorry, yum, man. Yum. And especially Ow. when you figure, <laughs> especially when like you figure out the story of little nightmares and find out that they're children, you're just uh -huh. like, oh, that is ten times fucking worse. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. But I guess. Uh, I guess since there is spoilers, we'll uh, we'll dead dead and move on. <laughs> Yeah, so that's, I I can't. That's all right. That's okay. And, and you're a stoner, so it's hard for you to form complete thoughts. Get uh, the fuck out of here! <laughs> I am stoned right now. Thank you. I'm I doing know. just fine. And that's why you couldn't form a complete thought. <laughs> no, no, no! I can't <laughs> form a complete thought because it's literally the final scene of the game, and it's so specific. But I told Mustard that I would not give away spoilers because he hasn't played it yet. I'm being a nice person, you dick. Yeah, thanks, man. <sighs> I got I can't wait to see you again so I can just throw you. <laughs> Do it. Don't worry. That's how he threatens everybody. It's a defense mechanism. It's fine. <laughs> okay. It's fine. You're fine. Oh god. I think. Uh, I think. Uh, have we told that story? How like you did not know how tall I was when we first met, uh, uh, Gibby. Oh. I at the meetup yeah dude the first time we met i didn't think like i guess i had a totally different picture of you in my head but whatever the fuck i saw when i met you was totally not it <laughs> yeah just some tall brown guy yeah basically and then he spoke and i was like oh shit that is you oh boy <laughs> yeah um yeah he's he's tallest in the family i'm like an inch shorter yeah um but it was it's like a family of giants. Oh no, 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 no! Our no, other brother is, is is about average. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, I was about to say, yeah. good God, it's just us. I don't think anybody in the Magic Scroll Network was expecting me to be as big as I am. No, I kind of figured Paul and Mark were that size, but no, they're not. They're they're smaller people. <laughs> and uh, and Ashley, oh my God, Ashley could fit in my shirt pocket. That will make. That's what makes me happy. Is at least I'm taller than somebody. <laughs> at least you're taller than Ashley. <laughs> but uh, well, you're taller than Josh too. Oh yeah, Josh. I forgot Josh is short like me. But uh, it, it was it was just funny because every time we were like, "Oh, the voice! Wow, there's a lot of you." <laughs> it's the voice that gets you because then you're just like, "Hey, what's up?" And you're like, "Oh, not much." Oh, oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> We're one octave short of the brown note, so how about we keep our conversations minimum? I um, uh, I've lived with it all my life, so it doesn't scare me anymore. It really doesn't. 
In fact, I make fun of him all the time because I'm like, dude, don't try to make your voice deeper with me. Like, I always, I always tell him. It's because when I get really tired or when I have to have long conversations, I let my natural voice flow. And, and he thinks I'm doing it on purpose to try to scare him. I'm like, no, dude, I'm just fucking tired. I got yeah, no control started... over it. But, <laughs> but let me remind you, that thought, but remind you, that thought only occurred when I started having more and more drinks. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love the idea that uh, <laughs> nobody also knew how much I drank. So I was buying Paul beer. <laughs> I was buying Gibby beer. Uh, I was buying, I think, somebody else I had a couple of beers for. Uh, but I was. Mark? Huh? Mark? I don't think it was Mark. I think it was somebody else. One of one of the one of the men, one of us. But uh <laughs> I'm sitting here slamming Killian's red. I'm in like ten beers, and they're like, dude, are you gonna be able to drive? I'm like I think I got a I think I got a uh I think I got a tingle in my toe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember who it was at the end of the night. Maybe Gibby remembers, but they were like I've never no, 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 I'm not the person to ask if I remember. <laughs> But somebody somebody literally said, how the fuck did you drink that much? I've never seen somebody drink that much and walk away. And I'm just like, well, I'm a professional. What do you want? Dude, I, I know. And, like, it sucks because, like, whenever I'd go to parties, like, yeah, they're always out of beer by the time I get there. And I'm like, well, fuck. I would have drank it all of it. <laughs> like, I think it's just our I think it's just our, our size that does it for us. Man, y'all ain't fair. Y'all really ain't fair with that. <laughs> no. We didn't choose this. Yeah, no. If it was up to me, I'd get drunk on a six pack if I could. If I'm Yo, you know? You know. Yeah. If yeah. it was up to me, yeah. Yeah, one six pack, eight bucks, we're good. I'd be yeah. more than no. happy with that. No, no, no. If I'm going to drink, I'm spending like $35 at fucking Circle K. Jesus, God, hey. God damn it. I'm feeling it. I got. I'm feeling it tonight. <laughs> You know? <laughs> yelling at the gas station lady and she's just sitting there wondering why this guy's yelling about oh. wanting drunk so bad bro i have to make two trips to the counter i'd be like okay here's the first handful okay i'll be right back i gotta get 240s give me a second <laughs> all right here's the regular game and here's the pregame yeah all right enough about our uh, bad habits we should probably move on <laughs> I just I just thought it was funny that, you know, uh, I don't know if we've told it on this show because last time Gibby was on it was a whole mess of technical issues. So we didn't really yeah, get to uh, we didn't really get to talk much about like it's gonna be yeah, the same now, situation in North Dakota. Yeah, but now I upgraded my equipment and shit, so I sound crystal clean. You sound much better, sorry. yeah. I had a better uh, internet connection. <laughs> yeah, that's it helps a lot. Uh <laughs> yeah, we didn't get to reminisce a lot about like uh how how much people drank and how much people didn't drink? Like I expected a couple of people to drink a lot. They barely touched a drink. Uh, but know, well, they probably didn't want to act stupid in public, like I didn't want to. But hey, achieve that goal. <laughs> yeah, you did. I think what it is now is like more people are starting to open up to the idea that you know smoking weed is probably better than alcohol when it comes to social settings. Oh, dude, you don't oh, have to yeah, convince definitely. the magic squ- anybody in the magic squirrel network squad. <laughs> nobody well, yeah, yeah. nobody like, needs convincing you can remember everything that happened and you don't wake up sick the next day no oh. you just wake up with the most wicked cotton mouth you've ever had yeah or just tired you're just like fuck all that THC really ran a course <laughs> <laughs> wake up the next day like people that literally wake up and go Ugh, I need a nap I don't understand people that wake and bake I, I don't what 
Oh, I, I, I don't because I already wake up like half awake and hate everybody. So I'm just like, I can't smoke more or else I'm going to go back to bed. <laughs> For me, I, uh... it's like taking my Prozac in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm not mentally or emotionally stable until I've had this. So let me just get it out of the way. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Oh, ask that man. Ask that man. That sounds normal to you, but just throws everybody else off. That was one of those times. What <laughs> the Prozac thing? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was just like sounds normal to you when you say it, but then like other people hear you, like, oh, okay. That well, was. Is it a good? That comparison? was fluent. I think it's a good comparison. That's it's, uh, it's a good comparison. It was just like out of left field. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry, my bad. No, no, no. People, it's 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 the exact same bullshit of uh, don't talk to me till I've had my coffee. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's that mentality. That one, yes. Yeah, don't talk okay. to me until yeah. I've had my coffee. Shut the fuck Lo- up. <laughs> and I'll tell him the same thing. But anyways. Huh. But you, say, you've been there when we try to play COD and I'm sober and I'm just bitching the whole time. <laughs> you, you bitch anyways. You're playing COD. Like, Okay, you're right. All right, moving on. <laughs> Zack, Zack Snyder's Justice League official trailer came out 20- today. Literally today. So we oh, are that's... one of the first shows to look at this. This will be premiering on Monday. Uh, so everybody set your fucking clocks. Let's take a look at this. Uh, you know what? Let me let me refresh the stream just so we can have uh, a clear stream. Yeah. Uh, a, a fresh stream for us to watch this with. I've heard. I've seen some of the little snippets and stuff from this. So I'm pretty excited. All right. You guys both clicked in. Yep. All right. Cyborg, he looks so much better. If you can't bring down the charging bull, then don't wave the red cape out. Yeah, but it's still Ray Fisher, so whatever. Oh, that's right. You were sent here for a reason. And even if it takes you the rest of your life, find out what that reason is. Oh man, War Superman. They said the age of heroes would never come again. So is this supposed to be like all the extra shit that we was cut? In a society Completely new movie. Where honor is a distant memory. Isn't that right? Wait, so what are they going to do with the old one? Shut up. Like, okay, Batman. Oh. 
Ah, I dig that. Rewind that real quick. Rewinding. I was talking over it. I'm sorry. That's right. In a society. All right, a little bit further. We live in a society. Oh, God. I where honor is a distant memory. <laughs> Isn't that right? Batman. All right. Uh, I am in. I am so fucking in. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. It looks pretty. <coughs> looks pretty dope. Must I'm gonna be. watch it. I'm gonna watch it, but I'm not gonna. I'm not like. <laughs> Dude, we have we have war suit soups. Bruh, fuck DC, dude. And and like like I've been saying, like I've been saying, because I know Gibby doesn't listen to the show. Like I've been saying, I hope that this is the cornerstone that DC needs to That's start what producing. We've been saying for fucking years. My no, man. this is what we've been saying since the, the Snyder Cut thing has been announced. Because honestly, we've been shitting on them for the last three years. But hopefully, this is the one. This is hopefully, the cornerstone. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We said the same thing about Batman versus Superman. We were like, okay, hopefully this is a turnaround for DC. And it was. It was a good movie. Did well. Great shit. But then they turned around and made Justice League. <laughs> and that was like, oh my god, we were so fucking wrong. Well, and I think since and Batman then Birds of Prey versus... came out. And then and then what was the next one after that? Nah, that Birds, of Prey was, Birds of Prey was good. And then it was Birds, one of Birds, Birds of Prey was good. I'm sorry, dude. Even even Gibby, who hates women, agrees that fucking Birds of Prey was good. You can't wow. keep throwing shit around, dude. That's not funny. <laughs> like I'm being serious. You can't keep saying that because that's not funny. It's like it's you actually can't a joke hate. on his own stream. Yeah, that's a, that's actually a joke on one of my on a couple with a couple people. Yeah, about to say it's it's nothing serious. <laughs> yeah, I know, but this asshole keeps saying it for everybody on this show now, and I'm like, it's not a funny joke for us because I don't hate women. It's just. Yeah, dude. Also, in the last show, I literally announced to the entire world that listens to us that we support the LGBT community. We've, like, we've been saying that this whole time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, literally, if anybody thinks that anything I say is serious when I accuse you of hating women, no, dude. Nobody should take that fucking seriously in the slightest. Because I feel, I feel that you say that, and everything I say is going to be perfectly formed to that. I'm like, no. <laughs> well, don't <laughs> anyways, say, don't say shit. Anyways, <laughs> so we had we had Birds of Prey, which was okay. It wasn't a good movie. It was okay because it again DC threw in ten fucking characters into one movie and didn't give any fucking backstory, even though they all have amazing backstories. Like that's so disappointing to see. What? That's bad. Everybody had a backstory. Everybody did. No, every single give, like, character 30, did. They give like a 30 second clip of their backstory. Because that's all it takes for those characters. They're all B characters, bro. Even Harley Quinn is a B character. They're trying to make her not a B character, though. Yeah, yeah. they're trying, but I they're don't trying. see. It's not working. I, I don't yeah. see much push for that. Nah, I mean, yeah, no, nobody's but... nobody's fucking throwing Harley on the on the. Even okay, the fucking. But okay, 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 okay. But, but, but we're getting we're getting we're getting like like away from the point here. Like, Birds of Prey was not a cornerstone movie. It wasn't. It no. was a good movie. It was okay movie, but it wasn't like anything that MCU has put out. No, Wonder Woman. Like, nothing. Not no not, not Wonder movie. Woman eighty four. Wonder Woman. That was a cornerstone movie. 
I, mean, I just I don't, I don't <laughs> want to say this to prove an earlier point, but I didn't see, <laughs> I didn't see Wonder Woman. That's all right. Now, I, I, I know you. I know you struggle with with comic book movies because you're not really a fan of how much they flooded the market lately. So I don't really blame you. Well, no, no that's, that's that, that's not the case. It just it doesn't. It like I don't go out of my way to see them. Like yeah, I'll still watch. I'll still watch them if they're on, but I'm not going to go out of my way just to go see it. Uh, okay, I, I, that's just based on a previous conversation we had. But that's that's okay. Um, what were you saying, Mister? I, I haven't seen all of Wonder Woman, so I can't like, I can't comment on that because to me that was a boring ass movie. The first one. It was. Yeah, it was boring to me. But that was really. Cool. <clears throat> if you say it's a cornerstone movie, then huh, I don't know. No, okay, it, it fine, really is. But fine, fine. That movie was cornerstone. Whatever. But look what happened with eighty four. I don't know what happened with eighty four. That's what I'm saying. Just... They had they, DC. DC does not put out d- does not put out <laughs> consistency, like, um, <laughs> consistent good content. No, they don't. They don't. Uh, well, I mean, like let, let, let's take a look. Like '84, Wonder Woman happened. Then uh, Wonder Woman was after Justice League. Like, but the thing is, is that every time Warner Brothers has their fucking hands off a project like Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman, it turns out great. Like even Birds of Prey had one, had minimal Warner Brothers fingers in it. And that's a weird thing to say considering it's an all woman cast, but it's the truth. They had very Still little, pretty, and it had its moments where it was like a dope ass movie. Yeah, it had it. It, it was it was self aware. It was humorous. It wasn't trying to paint anything. Uh, what, what what it suffered from was that it didn't have a protagonist because everybody in the fucking movie is an antagonist. So. There was um, a lot of SJW in there too. Yeah, like yeah. And, I like how you're just looking over that. No, and, and like and, you said they were trying to paint anything, they totally fucking were. Yeah, and I admitted that I was wrong. What I also admitted Girl was that power. I had. Yeah, I also uh, admitted that I came straight off of. Uh, uh, <laughs> what was it? Charlie's Angels. Oh god! Like, oh, holy god. balls, dude. Holy balls, like the amount of SJW in fucking Birds of Prey, if you haven't caught up with the show or you haven't been listening that long, the amount of SJW in Birds of Prey is a drop in the fucking bucket compared to Charlie's Angels. And maybe that's why when I went to go see Birds of Prey immediately after watching Charlie's Angels, I was like, oh, thank fuck. (laughs) Yeah, but then me and DJ had to, you know, fucking throw a rope around your ankle and bring you back down. <laughs> You're right. Though. You're right. You're right. However, DJ saw most of it and he came back to the show and admitted it. Admitted that, yeah, compared to fucking oh, Charlie's comparable. Angels. Yeah, comparable, absolutely. But like to say that to say that Birds of Prey wasn't trying to do it, and yeah, it was. It totally. Oh yeah, was. And, and, like said, and, and like I said, and like I said, it was a woman stand, the woman feminazi fucking bullshit. Yeah, See. that's in every movie now, though, with a female B side. I like know, a B character. I it's know. everywhere. I know, dude, but that's I know. At least, at least I admitted that I was wrong, and. Like I said, comparably, but anyways, so fucking DC, Wonder Woman eighty, yeah, fuck DC, fuck DC. That's DC that's the has been suffering from what we've been calling out, and that's bad editing, really, really bad editing. Mm-hmm. No bad writing, bad yeah, editing. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say just bad editing on that one, but I'd have to do the writing yeah. too. Bad writing, bad editing, bad movie making. 
I I hold the editing department more responsible than the writing because the writing I can write a seventy a uh, hundred and seventy seven page script. If only 150 of those pages make it into the movie, it's up to the editor to make those 150 pages the best 150 pages. Nah. So if nah. it, no, I'm nah. sorry, this is the way movies nah. work. This nope. is the way movies nah. work. You have a whole team of writers writing that script. It's not just one fucking person, dude. It comes nah. down to the editor. It does. Yeah. There's more than one people editing a fucking movie, dude. Okay, so the editors is what I'm trying to tell you. No, I'm saying it's that DC doesn't have their fucking grasp on comic book movies. They don't. I'm sorry, they did. They just don't. They did. They, like, they can do the animated shit perfect. Like anytime yeah. I watch something animated from DC, it's like, it's ooh, it's crisp. <laughs> comic books, yeah. But well, movies, it's like, well, okay, you guys need to like really figure out what yeah, you they don't want have here. It. They don't have the grasp on it like like fucking Marvel does. Marvel, Man every fucking steel. thing they put out is amazing. It's fucking great. Like it's 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 formulated. It's fucking executed greatly. Fucking DC just throws something out there, and it's like, all right, what do you guys think? <laughs> we'll fix it in post. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll fix it in post. And I, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is fuck DC. That's all I'm saying. I'm I've I've boycotted DC since Justice League, the first fucking one, and I'm just not <laughs> excited. I'm not. I'm excited for this one, but I'm still gonna I'm, also... I'm still gonna end up watching it at one point. Of so of course I'm gonna end up watching. It. <laughs> <laughs> Must have just like of course I'm gonna fucking watch it, but still fuck you. <laughs> Yep. Moving on from that, though, let's go ahead yeah. and move on from that because uh, there there is some more video game stuff. I guess DJ put this into the movies instead of the video games. I don't know. It's a hybrid. HBO's The Last of Us show has now casted Ellie. Who they also cast this? Joel. They also casted Joel. Yeah, they did. Uh, Bella Ramsey, best known for playing Liana Mormont. What? Who? Liana Mormont in HBO's Game of Thrones will play the main role. Uh, the Hollywood uh, Reporter confirmed Ellie's casting today and cleared up rumors on the other bit of casting news as well. True Detective star Mahershala Ali will not be playing Joel in the HBO series, though the actor was at one point circling the role. Uh, so, yeah, that's her. Eh, I'm not impressed. I, 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 never watched, I never watched Game of Thrones, so I don't know. I am. She's awesome. She's awesome. Trust me. She doesn't look like Ellie, though. She doesn't look anything like her. Well, this yeah. is this was from 2016. Uh, she's awesome. No, trust me. She's awesome. She's an awesome fucking uh, uh, actor. She's incredible. Like, Actress? Uh, actor? Actor? Really? What the fuck ever? Actress, dog. It's for female. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't care, actor. Damn, I come on, the, I I come on the show, and his uh, anti-woman speech is just yep. getting worse. Yep, that's uh, true though. I, uh, but my question is, who asks for this? Who asks for a Last of Us a TV lot of show? A Seriously? lot of people. Uh huh. Why? Uh, because they were gonna make a movie, and every every fucking. Uh, every every fucking person was just like, no. No, should have no. said the same thing about a show. Why don't you make I, a I decent agree. game? I agree. I agree. I agree. Uh, because okay. in a movie, you have maximum two hours to reel in, reel in an audience, uh, tell a story, so on and so forth. Um, with um, with a, with a TV show, you can you can spread it out and actually do about 
12, 13 hours worth of content. So that's why they're going with a TV show, because all the fans were like, if you try to stuff it in the fucking movie, you're going to ruin it. Uh, I still don't get why. I agree. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I agree. But honestly, the second game is just ass. Trash. Yeah, Not trash. So I don't think they should even... I don't think it deserves a TV show, if I'm being honest. Uh, nope. I don't know. I haven't played it, <laughs> so... Don't. Don't waste your time. Yeah, Pedro Pascal, dude. I like this guy. I so like this guy. So that's where we're going here. Is Pedro Pascal has clearly won the part of Joel uh, for the show. So I'm that so we have... We have that's Ellie cool. and we have Joel. So that's really that's good. And they're awesome. both Game of Thrones actors. That's the part that kills me. What else has he been in? Because I like the face is recognizable. Narcos, dude. Narcos, oh. uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, he was uh, he was uh, detective uh, or no agent uh, Benya. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's where I recognize him from. Okay. Yeah, yeah. a lot of places, <laughs> like a lot of places. He's he was also in Wonder Woman eighty four. He was also in Wonder Woman 84. He was also in... Jesus Christ, he has such a long resume. He was in yeah. Game of Thrones. He's a good uh, fucking actor, dude. Good really fucking is. actor. I was about to say, if you got that such of a... <clears throat> if you got that such of a long resume, then deserve what you get. Yeah, you do. So, this is cool. We have Ellie and we have Joel Cast, and they're both Game of Thrones actors. That makes me happy. I like Pedro. I really do. I um, do, too. I hope I hope the other girl does well as Ellie because I think they should have just gotten the fucking original voice actress and made her look young. They could have done it. She's a little bit older now, isn't she? She's like in her late twenties. Ashley Johnson? Nah, she's like in her early thirties, probably. Um, there she is, right there. Ashley Johnson. Thirty-seven. Oh, oh, she oh, could yeah. not play Ellie, dude. No. Dude, she, yeah, she could, bro. You fucking, you, you put her fucking hair up in a ponytail, put some smoothing makeup on there, bro. You got Ellie, bro. No, no, no. That's a that's gonna be a no for me. No, sorry, bro. That's a swing and a miss. I guess what I liked, I, okay, and this is just coming from me. I guess what I liked most about it is her voice acting. She does a really good job. No, she's incredible. She does an yeah, incredible job. Her voice acting is really fucking good with Ellie. But this is uh, this is uh, the very first. This is the first game, Ellie. And uh, she's fourteen. Yeah, and uh, and the little girl they cast, uh, I forgot her name already. Uh, Lady Mormont. Uh, she's just around that age right now. Uh, Bella Ramsey. She is 17 years old right now. Eh. So, eh. Oh, yeah. So she's in, she's in the age range to yeah. kind of pull that off. Yeah. And no bullshit. She's an incredible actor. Actress, whatever. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, I wouldn't You're gonna be... going to get us canceled, asshole. Stop it. Well, I, I, don't, like, I don't know. Like, uh, some people have asked for it to be just a general neutral. So that everybody gets called actor, and then some people ask for it to be called actress. So I just said, "Fuck it, everybody's an actor now." That's the only reason. I don't give a shit. I just wanted to bust your balls. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. So, any, anybody yeah, no, I've, are, I've been hearing that argument floating around too. Yeah. So I'm just calling everybody a fucking actor. I don't care. It makes no difference to me. It's no skin off my teeth. Uh, but I would not be saying. She's right for the role if I hadn't seen her in Game of Thrones and I hadn't seen her actually act and be on a job and perform. She is really fucking good. 
like being i think i think uh, i think she was like 6 15 16 years old maybe even 14 years old uh when she uh when she's in game of thrones and she dies <laughs> and uh you know so many actors or actresses would have an issue with one of their first roles being a death role and she was just like fuck yeah i'm going <laughs> out it's a game of thrones man yeah yeah so she goes out but like at the same time the writers of the the writers of the series were like we gotta kill a child but let's give her at least a cool way out so (laughs) as like her last act of defiance on this earth she takes out a giant so it's really cool the way she goes out but she's really good is what i'm trying to get to i'm feel like i'm missing a lot by now watching game of thrones you're not really not you're not (laughs) okay thank god you're absolutely not so that's cool. Congratulations to Pedro. Congratulations to Bella. Uh, actors. Actors, actresses, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I is the host of ET Network. I'm very proud of you guys, and I can't wait to see what you guys do. <laughs> eh, I'm not excited <laughs> at all. <laughs> I'm not. It's, it's going to be a fucking disaster, just like the games were. Gibby? Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not. I'm not excited for The Last of Us show. When I seen who greenlit this? Who thought this was a smart idea? Yeah. Um, I understand. <laughs> I really do. Uh, I I understand the idea that of uh, wanting a show instead of a movie. I really. I just do. have such a deep fucking connection with that game. Well, I, okay. Let me let me let me reveal. Let me let me reframe that. I have a deep fucking connection with the first game. That that the second game, the way it, the way it went about itself, is just bad mm, yeah the second no the first game was beautiful the second yeah. game i was like wow this story makes no sense no no none none whatsoever the story's fucking stupid dude yeah i agree like, oh you're looking for this person oh now they're looking for you oh you're gonna go kill them oh now they want to kill you oh you, it's like what the fuck dude <laughs> so we're just playing so we're just playing cat and mouse the entire game that's, that's the goal of this literally where the first game was a survival horror. You know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to take Devil's Advocate on don't, this. Don't you fucking defend it. Don't you fucking dare. I'm don't not going to. I'm not going to. Don't you dare. I'm not going to. I don't care. I want to see what the show does. I okay. want to see if this is between the first and second game. I want to see if we're just going to watch from the beginning. If we're going to just get a live action version of it. I'm curious. Because honestly, Pedro Pascal is that kind of actor. Whatever he's in, I'm in. There's a fucking Spy Kids type movie thing that he's in right now on Netflix, and I'm gonna watch it. I've we watched it. About- it's it's pretty. It, it's definitely a cheesy movie like the other ones were, but it's it's worth the watch. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. I, I mean, I just don't talk about Wonder Woman eighty four. No, <laughs> no. Honestly, no. <laughs> no. But uh, let's let's get let's get through this uh, because we do have one movie to talk about. So the Buffy act, the Buffy actress Charisma Carpenter alleges Joss Whedon abuse and unprofessional uh, behavior on set and supports Ray Fisher. She says that he created a hostile and toxic work environment. Um, So Buffy the Vampire Slayer Sarah Michelle Gellar herself. Uh, says a statement that she stands with all the survivors of abuse and, and that she's proud of, for them, of, of them for speaking out. Uh, while uh, I am proud to have my name associated with Buffy Summers, I don't want to be forever associated with the name John Sweden. 
then you shouldn't have started his show Dumbass. for nine seasons. Yeah, you Dumbass. stuck with that. You stuck with that show for a long time if it was so toxic and bad. Nine seasons. Yeah, you you could have brought something out or, you know, what? Okay. Giller also says she will not be making any further statements at this time. <laughs> Michelle Trachtenberg, uh, who played Dawn on the show, also commented on Giller's post, thanking the actor for sharing her statement. The thing is, though, is that Sarah Michelle Geller, Charisma Carpenter, Charisma Carpenter especially because she plays a character in both Angel and Buffy. And I'm kind of sad that DJ's not here because all this makes me sound a certain way, knowing this much information about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, in a two-part Twitter <laughs> message on Wednesday, Carpenter, who worked alongside Whedon on Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel, shared her alleged truth that she accused this director of creating hostile and toxic work environments since early in his career, reflecting back on her own experiences from being on the set with Whedon. She claimed to have experienced the toxicity of his work firsthand repeatedly. She accused Whedon of abusing his power on numerous occasions. Uh, passive-aggressive threats to fire her, being mean and disparaging about others, and then pitting people against one, one another. Oh, gee, sounds like a manager. Sounds like a boss. Damn. Sounds like a boss. Yeah. Oh, God. Are we going to go through all of this? No. No, we're not. Oh, thank God. I was like, this is a lot. No. No, we're uh, not. See, this so... is bullshit. You know why? You know why this is bullshit? Because these people will harp and fucking complain about everything they do, but they will not talk to private investigators about actually investigating anything. Stop tapping That's your mic. What... Arm. Sorry, I'm not tapping my mic. I'm tapping my desk. Oh. But this is bullshit, though, because, yeah, Ray Fisher literally like refuses to talk to anybody about this. And yet he keeps blowing it up on social media for no fucking reason. And it's like, if you want actually something to get done about it, you need to cooperate. And none of these people are willing to. So that's why everything they say is bullshit to me. They want the fan approval. That's why they put it out in public because they want all these people on Twitter, on Facebook, on whatever social media platform there is. They just want to be like, here's my story. Oh, you're so brave for sharing it. Well, why didn't you do something? About it? Yeah. Like, you yeah, know, no, there are no, people no, that'd be willing to. Dude. Okay. So at this point, she says she, he called me in for a sit down meeting to interrogate and berate me for regarding a rosary tattoo that she got to help her feel more spiritually grounded in an increasingly volatile work climate. That affected her physically. Oh However, God. he is he does he does have a faith, and the tattoo that you got was literally on your wrist, an on camera thing. Yeah, you can as an actress, you can't get visible tattoos, dude. That's a fucking known thing. That's a very known thing. It affects the characters you're gonna get portrayed as. Like, what? Even Mark Wahlberg, with his signature fucking rosary tattoo, constantly has it covered up. Yeah. Do you think that fucking Brad Pitt wears long sleeve shirts in every fucking movie he plays because he likes it? No, because he has tattoo sleeves all the way down to his wrist. But he's a good actor. Does he? Yeah. Yes. He does. Look at every Brad Pitt movie. He has he has tattoos all the way down to his wrists, so he can't he can't show them on film. But anyways, what were you guys saying? I'm done saying my piece. Matt, I just think I just think this is dumb. This is a base. This is stupid. Like that right there. Oh, boo-hoo. He told me getting a rosary tattoo on my wrist was a bad idea. Well, dumb shit. I that can is. give you reasons as to why it's a bad idea. Like that's not toxic and that's not a toxic work environment. That's a boss. That's like not, Cal that's said. That's not a personal attack. That's not a personal attack. That's, that's a, the professional. What are you doing? Yeah. 
Yeah, because I have tattoos on my hands, and obviously I can't get a job. I can't get like an office job, but I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Oh, I can't." Or the, you know, the guy that, the guy that's giving me a job is going to rip me a new one, because of them. So she says it's <sighs> taken a long time for her to muster the courage, uh, because people have to choose between whistleblowing in the workplace and job security. Um. That's all fucking well and fine, dude. But you literally worked with him, another actress or actor that worked with Joss Whedon for over a decade. You were on Buffy for, I think, seven seasons or eight seasons. And then you did five seasons of Angel. So obviously the pay must have been better than the want to leave. Yeah. I'm just. Yep. Yep. And the same thing know, with Ray I know, Fisher. Like I said, Ray Fisher doesn't comply with any investigation. He doesn't cooperate in giving any statements. He doesn't allow the government or any officials to do their fucking job. And yet he still expects change. That's so dumb. That's so fucking dumb. Yeah. Um, and Charisma Carpenter, I'm, I'm sorry, dude. Like, like you, you were one of my favorite characters on the show. But you literally were there, like, for so fucking long. And everything you've said, maybe it's just because we're lower class working schlubs. Nothing of that, none of that seems abusive. And see, they won't even recast. They're just going to cut out Cyborg, which is literally cutting out a piece of the lore of Justice League. Uh, well, because yeah. well, they're doing flashpoints. I don't know. Cyborg really isn't that important to Flashpoint. Not not in Flashpoint, but if you don't recast him for anything else, you're going to be missing a point of the lore, dude. Uh, well, and and that's just it. You know, like every even after everything, DC still extended the hand and said, "Look, we're going to continue to work with you. I know you fucking hate us. We'll keep you away from the people you hate, but we're going to continue to work with you if you want to keep your part." And he, he said, said no. no. So yeah, he said no. So recast his ass. So, yeah, there's a lot of young African-American actors that would love to have the role. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they would hop right on it. Stop the guy who fucking, get the guy who played fucking Dr. Dre in in Straight from Straight Outta Compton. That guy was good. Yeah, it was. Uh, So, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, man, but like all these guys, fuck these actors, fuck these actresses, fuck them, fuck them all. Well, and like I said, I I have with you. I have problems. I have problems with this kind of shit. I really fucking do. Like, considering how long she worked with Whedon and how long she took yeah. that check. Yeah, this is not something you can break down meticulously like you want to. Yeah, I know it. I know you want to, but literally, dude, this is just a bunch of fucking idiots harping about a boss. <laughs> and 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 the thing like is, normal employees do. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing, though, is that, right, Joss Whedon has been kind of a piece of shit for years. We've all fucking known this. We all know this already. Yeah, we all know this. Every actor he's ever worked with says, fuck that guy. He makes good, really good stuff, but fuck that guy. Like, (laughs) the entire cast of Firefly is, like, the only reason we would work with Whedon is to keep the show alive. Yep. But at the same time, Summer Glau, uh, who was... Uh, like 17 at the time, she said nothing but positive things about Whedon. Uh, I don't, I don't think, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Nathan Fillion has a, has a mean bone in his fucking body, so he's never said anything bad about Whedon. 
so it's just you have a lot of people that have worked with them for a long time that have never come out with these kinds of things. And you have people that have been for the last five, six years and have. So I don't know where the truth lies is what I'm trying to get at. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know where the truth lies. And you're never going to find it because they don't comply. Yeah. And that's, that's the biggest fucking part of all this. Ray Fisher doesn't comply. I guarantee you if they, if they investigate Charisma Carpenter, she's not going to comply. Neither is Sarah Michelle Gellar because she already fucking no. said. They're all just going to make Twitter posts about it and shut the fuck up. It's yeah. like, okay, that does nothing. She already said that she's not going to be making any further fucking statements on it. And uh, I'm sorry, Sarah Michelle Gellar. I'm sorry. I really am. Your name is forever going to be tied to Joss Whedon. Forever. Mm-hmm. Because you're Buffy. And Buffy was a weed millionaires miracle. complaining about how they got millionaires. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Fucking idiots, dude. Fucking idiots. <sighs> um, I'm out. I know nothing about this. Yeah, I me neither, actually. I don't either. So. What's a Apparently, book? Netflix is developing a feature film and TV series based on Brian Jacques. I always have a problem with the French names. Jackie. Yep. Jacques. Brian Jacques. Jacques. <laughs> Red Wall Books. Yeah. I, I, I have no idea what this is, and I read a lot. Red Wall? I don't, I don't know what that is either. I don't know. Yeah, I got, I got nothing on this one. Uh, skip it. Uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and skip this. Sorry, <laughs> DJ. I know you're not listening to this, but whatever. Uh, let's talk about Who it. Who listens Mustard. to their own show, though? Like, honestly. I do because I have to. So let's talk oh, about this, it, Mustard. Oh, this movie. A 5.8 out of 10. What the fuck? Oh, no. What? Oh, yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> Wait, is it already out? Yep. Oh, yeah. It came out two days ago. And I've seen it twice. <laughs> Never mind the plot. Well, Mustard, go ahead, man. <laughs> go uh, off, King. Uh, oh, okay. And now for something completely different. No, you idiot. What movie? Oh, well, then just fucking don't tell me this. <laughs> We're talking about Willy's Wonderland, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. <laughs> the most, the most recent magnum opus of the Nick Cage saga. <laughs> I was trying to drink, you fucker. <laughs> you made a mistake. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so this movie, this movie is you. I can't. I don't even know where to start, bro. Go ahead and sum it up. It's, so <laughs> it's got everything you want, man. It's got horror. It's got action. It's got comedy. It's got sex scene. I guess one. One. If you're into that, uh, it's got blood and gore. <laughs> And the most important part of it all is has got Nick Cage. Who doesn't say a, a single word, word through what? the entire film. Yeah. Not yeah. one. He's silent. He's silent. Nick Cage is a silent character. Why a, would you give that a, to Nick Cage? Because it worked really well. Oh, 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 you don't you don't know. <laughs> I need to find a way to watch this. So uh, I think it's on the scroll hookup. Uh, you might have to talk to Josh about that. Uh, so okay. this, this was a FNAF failed script. Five Nights at Freddy failed script. 
while we were trying to differentiate it while watching the movie, even the people who wrote the movie were like, this isn't FNAF. This is fucking FNAF. It's just, I'm sorry. It just is. Uh, it's like, yo, don't, don't, okay, can I copy your homework? Yeah, but don't make it the same, you know? <laughs> change, just change a couple of things. So, a completely off, let's take a look at this. Six out of ten. And now for something completely different and odd and strange. Mustard? I I don't really want to read all of that. My favorite part of this is, uh, my favorite is that this was actual footage shot by a reality <laughs> crew following Nick Cage on a typical night out. <laughs> <laughs> The theory Love is Nick, Cage. Nick got tired of being in everyone else's B-movie, so he decided to make one of his own fun and holds the attention like a car accident where the victims get back into their cars and crash all over again. Could easily become a cult classic. It already is a cult classic. It's already awesome. <sighs> okay, yeah, I gotta watch this now. 9 out of 10, two words. If you watch movies to actually enjoy your time, then go for it. If you're some sick perfectionist uh, who's expecting every movie to be of Nolan's plot, actors, and script, and this movie is not for you, nor a place for you to downrate such entertaining uh, product. So what are the two words? Dude, fits neatly into Cage's recent body of work, nostalgia with a modern twist over the top violence in B-movie field. It was a mostly fun to watch, but the most surprising aspect was how uncomplicated it was. It really was a totally straightforward, obviously con- unconventional, but still straightforward. I had hoped for a bit for more from Cage. Ultimately, it felt like it was a movie to keep Cage's fans ticking over. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 No, we watched we watched Nick Yeah, see this guy, Nick Cage dialed to eleven. That's more like it. Next level cage. <laughs> That's more like it. Uh, oh god. Oh Jesus. I love this movie, just cheesy and Korean funny and campy and pure entertainment. And uh, I cannot understate underestimate how how much Nick Cage was absolutely himself dialed to eleven. Sold every scene and stole most of them, all without a single line of dialogue. That was really the cherry on top, and I'd give an extra star and a half for his performance. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese on bat salts? <laughs> it's Nick Cage running around slaughtering animatronic puppets. That's literally it. If that's your thing, give it a watch. If not, don't waste your time. Uh, like, I just... This fucking movie was... Uh, I, I like like me mustard and I were literally watching this screaming at the fucking screen, just going like, "Yeah, get him, <laughs> get him!" <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm definitely gonna try and watch this because <laughs> I've seen this and I was like, I actually do kind of want to watch this. And I was like, uh, uh, "No, you definitely want to watch this." Yeah, mustard and I really, really. Uh, really love this movie. And tell him, t- tell everybody. Uh, what? How we would survive? And almost nobody we know would. Nope, nope. Nope. Tell tell everybody that what what you said. If he does this whole movie without a single word, then I will admit blank. Oh yeah. Okay. So. <sighs> All right. So. <laughs> yeah. Make it a good one. Before <laughs> before watching this movie, we had heard and read that he didn't have a single spoken line, not one word. And I said, if he can pull this off, if he can pull a silent performance off, like a true one, 
the, the like silent performances usually mean that you can have like minimum of one word. A true silent performance is no lines whatsoever. Uh, and I said, if he can tr- pull off a true silent performance, I will admit once and for all that Nick Cage is one of the best actors out there. And yeah, he pulled off a silent performance. So Nick Cage is one of the best actors out there and I can yep. no longer deny it. Yep. He is one of the best actors of all time, brother. And in my opinion, my personal opinion, my mustard opinion, he is the be- the perfect actor ever. <laughs> I'm not saying that that's... And again, again, I'm not saying... No, no, okay. I think I got myself mixed up. He is a perfect actor. There not you the go. perfect actor. He is a perfect actor. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Because he could take a fucking role, make it his own completely, while still delivering all of the entertainment, still delivering the plot, and still delivering every fucking aspect of the movie while making it your own. That is a true fucking actor. That is amazing. And he does this every fucking time, dude. So the budget was $5.5 5 and they've only gotten 95000 back. As Ouch. of today. Ouch. Ooh. Ouch. Ouch. Well, oh, I bet I bet half of that budget was probably Nick Cage's own money. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck. No. No. He's just like, let's do it. Fuck yeah. it. I just <sighs> I this Hey was... man, if he pulled it off, he pulled it off. And that's just it. Like I, I can't we can't recommend this movie enough. Please no. watch Willy's Wonderland. We Beg of you, and if you and if, uh, contribute some money right now, I think it's uh, right now. I think it's half price to rent. It's ten bucks on Amazon, so on and so forth. Do yourself a favor, throw some Nick Cage money at him, get him to make more movies like this. Because honestly, it was fucking awesome. Oh, so bad. And so we bad. did, and we, me, and, uh, Mustard and I were sitting down and trying to imagine who, which one of our friends would survive. Uh, oh, we'd the, be fine. Yeah, in the end, Mustard and I would be fine. <laughs> yeah, we'd be fine. The rest of our friends... Uh, not uh, not people of action. Definitely not people of action. <laughs> or more mental instability. Yeah. <laughs> so let's dead that and move on. Hey, what's with that animatronic? It looks like he's... Is, is he coming at? Yep, he is. Oh, Give me the yeah, stick. Yeah, let's get it! <laughs> 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 is this motherfucker trying to attack me? Oh, he is. <laughs> oh, I had the just... wrong fucking day, bro. <laughs> right? Good day. Day. Let, let me Everybody just. Everybody uh... else would be like, "Oh my god, no! This, I'm running. I'm scared. I'm just like fucking yeah, but fucking punching a fucking stuffed ostrich. Let's get it." <laughs> <laughs> like I get to, I get to break in Lucille on creepy animatronics. It's a yeah. good day. I it get is to reach such the a fucking good day. Animatronic's throat and pull out its electronics with my bare hands. I'm down. It's a good day. <laughs> I feel like you guys have thought this way too much. Put way too much thought into it. Oh, with every horror movie that comes out, we put ourselves in the we put ourselves in the perspective of the characters and see what we would do. Yeah, it happens all the time. Happens all the time. Okay, all right. You know, uh, it's because we have a cognitive function. There, you fucking stoner. Wow. What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and just cover this. The Supremes co-founder, 
Mary Wilson has passed away at age 76. She reigns as the longest-serving original Supreme, uh, marking a singing a, this woman's singing group from the 1960s. Uh, the highly yeah, successful... Sucks, huh? sucks to hear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she rose during, of course, the Civil Rights Moment uh, Movement. Uh, she died Monday night in her home in Las Vegas. Uh, we don't know why. We have no idea how she died or what the cause of it was, but she was uh, part of the Primettes, which became, uh, I forgot the name of the book already. Uh, why? Why? The Supremes. So, this really does suck. Uh, we're losing so many people. <clears throat> we're getting old, man. We're getting old. Yeah, I was about to say, everybody's like getting older. We can't expect like all of our people we look up to to live forever as much as we want to they're gonna die at one point i mean i still got money betty white's gonna live to 105 i got i got money on that too i got money yeah. on that. uh so with that said thank you for the supremes thank you for all that awesome wonderful music uh for helping the beatles have a land a landing here in america the supremes did yeah mm-hmm. thank you mary wilson uh you will be missed so long and good night. A lot of people died this week, dude. A lot of fucking people died. Like, like little, like, and I'm not saying like insignificant. I'm saying like little, like, no, no, no. I'm saying like little. Composer. No, sorry. I was laughing. I was laughing at the laughing at the title. I wasn't laughing at what you were saying. Oh, okay. Okay. But I was saying like, like a lot of like, um, smaller artists, like smaller producers that had big roles in bigger productions have passed away like this week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like it sucks. Yeah. Okay. So Jeep pulls his their Bruce their Bruce Springsteen Super Bowl ad following a DWI revelation. What the fuck? What the Uh-oh. Bruce? What did you do? <laughs> oh, That's why I was laughing because it's just one of those headlines fits what? so well. What mustard? What did you get the boss into? Uh, I I can't even remember. Jesus Christ. Uh, okay. So three days after Jeep's ad featuring Springsteen uh, became one of the most buzzed about Super Bowl commercials, the automotive pump company has pulled the spot after it re- was revealed Wednesday that the boss had been arrested for driving while drunk last fall. Oh, okay. Come okay. the fuck on. Fuck that. Fuck, fuck off. If he if he drove a Jeep into an orphanage, I can get that. I can understand. But just the idea that he was driving drunk, a rock and roll star. Granted, he's in his 70s, but, you know. And most <laughs> yeah. of the people that have, most people that drive Jeeps drive the motherfuckers drunk. So what's the difference? Yeah. Literally, though. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I thought I had a clever joke, but that's just a, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, seriously, you ever talk to a guy in a Jeep? You know he has a, you know he has a cooler full of, like, Coarse the, light. the shittiest beer known to man in that cooler. And you're like, Coarse that's all going to get drank before you go home, ain't it? Uh, Miller High Life. Come on, get your shit right. Uh, uh, dude, the shittiest beer known to man? Miller High Let's Life. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's see. We got to do, like, rubber tire or some shit. <laughs> Yeah. Those things those things will remind you why you're drinking. God damn. Yep. I, I got a hangover just thinking about that. Yeah. So, 
Jeep says it would be inappropriate for us to comment on the details of a matter we have only read about and we cannot substantiate. But it's all—it's also right that we pause our big game commercial until all the facts have been established. It's a message of community and unity as relevant as ever. Oh. As is a message that drinking and driving can never be condoned. Fuck, fuck off, Jeep. Get the fuck out of here. You guys had a mo- you guys had an ulterior motive and you know it, but this is just an easy way to get out. Get fucked. You fucking point zero two. That's it. That's it. I feel that's like that's like not a two lot. Years. What? Uh, the arrest occurred in a national park. Prosecutors will pursue the case. Singer will make his first court appearance virtually later this month. According to the Asbury Park Police, Springsteen's blood alcohol content uh, was. 0.02, one-fourth of New York's legal limit and the equivalent of one drink. I think some prick just New wanted Jersey. to arrest the fucking boss. Oh. Like, is it, is it just me? God. Are you getting that too? Oh, Yeah, somebody, somebody just wanted to fuck him over. Oh, my God. Dude, I stand one up. Fourth. I have more blood in my con, my, more one alcohol in my fourth. blood. Jeep has spent more than a decade trying to convince Springsteen to do a spot. And he finally does, and they drop him because he had one fourth the legal limit. <sighs> this is bullshit. That is, that this is, is bullshit. Fucking, that is bizarre. You know what, dude? I never thought I'd say this, but I stand with the boss. Jeep can't get fucked. Uh, <clears throat> I I look at a case of beer, and I have more blood in my blood and my alcohol content than that i am an alcoholic <laughs> jesus christ it couldn't even come out straight alcohol in my blood didn't point zero two i was waiting to see if he was gonna get that right yeah <laughs> <laughs> he got around to it well the joke is always you know i do have too much blood i got in my blood alcohol. and my alcohol <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i got alcohol <laughs> I got too much blood in my alcohol system. That's what the joke is, and it just wanted to come out. So I kept seeing alcohol and blood. <laughs> One fourth of the legal limit, dude. You gotta be fucking I think, kidding me. I think somebody just wanted the idea that they arrested the boss on their on their record. Literally, it's the only thing I can think of. Like, yeah, it's the I arrested only thing. last fall. Yeah, it was a real hood. The guy was fuck off. So fuck you, Jeep. I say Should be getting good with the boys at the station. <laughs> oh, don't get me on this one. Too late. <sighs> Fuck you, whoever arrested the boss, by the way. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. Fuck you. Fuck you, dude. Uh, I hope New Jersey gathers together to just collectively kick <laughs> you in the nuts. Game of Thrones actress uh, Esme Bianco also uh, joins the cadre of people accusing Marilyn Manson of physical abuse. Uh, <sighs> Okay. Not, I'm not surprised. Now, okay. All right. I did talk with one of our patrons, uh, Mr. Blacklung, formerly known as Mr. Fox, uh, about this and about how many people are really coming out. And, uh, the idea that Corey Feldman somehow found his way into this and how we were talking about the idea that I have a hard time just believing Corey Feldman on this. What about you? We two? got hacked in real time. That shit. <laughs> 
What about you, Moshe? What do you think about the whole Corey Feldman just inserting himself in this shit? Corey Feldman yeah. is a fucking chucklehead, dude. Like, literally nobody takes that guy seriously. Yeah. <laughs> this is so stupid. So, uh, she has come forward. Allegations, physical and psychological abuse. Uh, the actor and act... Well, she dated him in 2011. After hinting that she was also a Manson survivor, uh, f- she joined Evan Rachel Wood and at least five other women. Uh, she detailed to the cut the abuse that Manson allegedly inflicted on her the few months she lived with him, uh, including accusations uh, that, she- that Manson inflicted cuts, bruises, and left permanent scars on her body. Where are the scars? Let's see the scars then. Pull them up. That's a uh, heavy accusation to be throwing at somebody. I want to see these scars that you got accusations. On one occasion, she claims that Manson cut her torso with a knife. I was just lying there and I didn't fight it. It was kind of this final straw moment where I had lost all sense of hope and safety. Uh. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. Mm. Um, oh. uh, Bianco, a fan of Manson's music growing up, met the singer in 2009 uh, when she was cast in an unreleased Manson video. Uh, she was friends with Manson's then-wife, Dita Von Tees, through Burlesque World, but Manson and Bianco's relationship didn't begin until two years later following Manson's divorce. Wow, she broke the bro code. <laughs> um, it... Mm. I You're just... right. This it, it's stuff stuff like this really just sets a wrong nerve with me, and I am trying to wait till the end to give my two cents. So, so she yeah. says she didn't say anything because she was afraid for her reputation. <laughs> uh, yeah, burlesque dancer, right? You got such a oh her her outstanding reputation. Yeah, burlesque. Uh, she dancer, lived with him according to her approximately one month before she fled. Uh Um, what? The first episode of Game of Thrones premiere, during which Bianca's prostitute character featured a sex scene, she said Manson would repeatedly play the sex scene for guests on a projector, humiliating her. How would you know this? It. Mm. Okay, is that is that just me? Like, did... no, this I. Uh, it, mm. I feel like she just brought up a lot of shit. Okay, keep keep reading. Uh, I think I would have made excuses for him. I was in survival mode at that point. My brain had taught me to be small and agreeable, she said. Uh, What the hell? A lot of this stuff just sounds weird, doesn't it? She says that she agrees that he was overbearing, told women what what to wear, uh, when to sleep, what to eat. Uh, she felt like a prisoner, came and went to displeasure. Who I was was completely controlled by him. I called my family hiding in the closet. Um, Were you dating Marilyn Manson or were you being held hostage? And all this in a month? Yeah, what? that that seems like a lot of events to happen in just 30 days or 28, depending on which month you're in. The breaking point for her came when Manson on one occasion chased her around with an axe. Manson's assistant at the time corroborated the incident to the cut. She suffered a panic attack from that incident and left Manson soon after. She broke up with him via email a month later in the summer of 2011. 
So she says okay. here that she suffers from PTSD from her few months living with Manson. Okay, but was it a month or a few months? <clears throat> yeah, literally. Do you see? Do you see where it's starting to get a little fucky? I'm not, I'm not trying to be a dickhead here, but there's there has to be consistent language. Like I'm looking at this as a legal thing, and if there isn't consistent language, there's problems. Why weren't the cops called when he chased you around with an axe? Why weren't the cops called when he cut your torso with a knife? Like, why didn't you do anything? Where She's... are these? Where are these scars that supposedly all this happened? She yeah, says that what, she didn't. Like, she says that she was afraid of him ruining her reputation. Her Hard reputation to do when he's in jail. A burlesque fucking dancer, right? Yeah. Hard. Oh, the wild reputation of a burlesque dancer. God forbid that gets ruined. Jesus. I'm just saying, hard to do when he's in jail. Hard to do when he's in jail. That's all I'll say. Uh, Bianco and Wood met and began to invoke the uh, Phoenix Act that extended California's statute of limitations on domestic violence by five years. Like Wood, Bianco spoke of her abuse in the California state, although she did not name Manson at the time. The Phoenix Act's the Phoenix Act passed. See, that's in the problem. You need to speak up. You need to do something. You can't just wait all these fucking years. Uh, and then get a hair up your ass deciding, well, one day I'm just going to let this all fly. Like, bro, get the fuck out of here. And once again, we don't, we're not defending Manson. We are not doing that. Nobody ever get that fucking twisted. No. We're not defending Manson. Fuck that guy. Like, uh, okay. a, a lot of people have come forward with these allegations. We've kind of always known about it. We've always known that the guy was a piece of shit. We've always known that the guy was a weirdo. The, the the made an entire album called "Smells Like Children." Did you expect any part of that motherfucker to be normal? Yeah, the, yeah. The part that we're having problems with is, is the accusations. Is the accuracy of the accusations? They're like, and that, and that's not saying like, what are you saying about my boy? No, it's like, do you have your fucking story straight? Do you have all the facts? Do you have like, can you actually prove this? Like, that's are they consistent? Yeah, yeah. That's what we're seeing. We are not in any fucking way defending Manson. If he did this shit, he goes to jail. There's no fucking skin off our back. Good. Fuck him. Let him deal with being an abuser in prison. We don't give a fuck about him. However, because of how much bullshit and how many people have been wrongfully, quote unquote, canceled lately, there is a question. There is an air of suspicion regarding all this internet with his good buddy johnny depp too yeah literally internet sleuths will attack anybody you tell them to like that's so stupid yeah and um the only thing that's really lending any credence to all of this is the idea that loma vista his recording uh a studio or label dropped him and that's kind of the only thing that's really lending any credence to that because usually that only happens when there's proof like AMC didn't drop Chris Hardwick during his abuse allegations. They didn't. They didn't drop him because they were waiting for the investigation to go through. Uh, Johnny Depp had served out in the last couple of roles that he had. Now he's having trouble finding work, but they just straight up dropped him. So this is the only thing that I'm really looking at in like a grand scheme of things that there might be some validity to this. But what if he's but what if he's been putting out music that they're not a big fan of and they're like, Oh well, here's an opportunity, we can use this. Oh no, absolutely. I mean, yeah. 
Who the fuck wants to ride on a dying horse like Marilyn Manson in 2021? No, yeah, and you're both very. Man, y'all are taking right. some shots here. <laughs> I'm I'm a fan of Marilyn Manson, so that's where I'm putting my. I'm not hat in the ring for that. Not really. I'm not a fan. I like a couple of songs. That's about it. I like Man, don't you want to know about Chick Corea? Yeah, he's the one that died. I'm telling you. Uh, Chick Corea, bro. He's Chick a jazz Corea. Yeah, we talked about this. When? While ago. He died this, this coming week. Then who the hell did we talk about that was a jazz pianist? We talked about this like a month ago. It was, no, last no 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 last week we talked about the guy the cape guy for fucking James Brown. Yeah, I, I know that one. I'm talking about we talked about another jazz pianist that died not too long ago. Yeah, there's been dude, what if I what did it just say? There's a lot of little composers here and there that have died. This like okay, okay whatever. Okay. Well, that sucks. Uh, yeah, he's dead. As for Manson, I don't care. The guy has a handful of songs that I like. Uh, I've never been a fan of his. I've met him twice. He's a prick. Uh, yeah. If he did this shit, he deserves to go to jail. End of story. Yeah. I mean, I'm a fan, and I still view it that way. Like, if, you know, you beat up on someone that didn't deserve it, then, yeah, definitely. Jail time. You know, no doubt. Mm-hmm. So, uh, once again, we're not defending him. Fuck Marilyn Manson. We just want facts. We don't want allegations. We don't want un- we don't want collaborations. We want facts. So, with all that said, let's go ahead and bet that. Start wrapping this bitch up. Uh, mustard. You do it. <laughs> Me do it. You do it. You do it. Go ahead. You do it. We'll do half and half. Do one and three, and then I'll do five and your usual. <laughs> oh, you'll do the outro? All right, fine. Yeah. So uh, before we get to that, though, Gibby, you've been an awesome guest. We've been having a lot of fun with you on. Go ahead and tell our very limited audience where to find you. Well, if you want to find me on the two spots I'm mostly at, you can see my live streams at twitch.tv slash podcast daddy. Or if you want to follow me and see the stupid bullshit I post, go to twitter.com slash enough snuff. Those are like the two areas you can find me the most. That's it. That that's that that's all that's all I that's all I do <laughs> is stream or I'm on Twitter because I've been trying to work on a lot of stuff and I don't want to exactly like announce them until they are like 100 percent in the ground. Like all right, fine. Give us concrete. a give us a preview. What have you been working on? What is what is the format of it? I've been working back on bringing the podcast back. It's just the fact of finding new stories and then getting this new getting this new layout set up where it's a lot more professional looking and not like, Hey, I just threw something together and I'm going to call it good. So we're getting back into doing the podcast of turning it into a morning show for I'm saying 8 AM Eastern to 10 AM Eastern. And that will probably start tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah. That'll, that'll start tomorrow morning. I had to think cause I said it this date. comes out on a Monday. Yes. Okay. Well, with that said, uh, I'll be I'll be putting those links in the description, so I'll make sure to drop them in the chat. Uh, with that said, we do have a Patreon. I, usually DJ does this, but I have to do it now. We do have a Patreon with three different levels. If you want to join, please go to 
uh, patreon.com forward slash VT network at our first level, which is the first blood tier. You get your name of choosing in the credits of every episode, whatever name you choose. And you can even put that on your resume as a producer of the podcast. And it's still very much appreciated. And if $1 is cool, but you want more for your buck, uh, go to the UAV tier, which is $3 per month. Your name of choosing in every episode, access to the post show, which releases every single Wednesday, and access to a minute which a minute with DJ, which I'm very proud of him. He's been keeping up with. If you still want more, that's just not enough. So you can go to the airstrike tier, which is $5 a month. You get access to our monthly movie roast, which this month we have to do uh, Deep Blue Sea 2. Jesus Christ. I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah, you are. I am. <laughs> right, you, get, you get access to the post show. You get your name read out loud at the end of every single episode. That's every episode we do. You get your name read out loud. Uh, you get your name of choosing, of course. You get stickers every month. Every three months, you get a, you get to be part of a giveaway. And uh, you also get access to A Minute with DJ. Uh, so there's all of that in store for just the low price of five bucks a month. And once again, that's patreon.com forward slash VT network. Mustard, tell them about the socials. Socials. You want to hear about the socials, bro? Oh God. Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, Twitter, we got VT network. Number two, Instagram VT network. Number two. Facebook VT network number two because viral trends network is a fucking we're coming for you. And then e- email we have VT network 84 at gmail.com. The 84 has no significance to anything, so just <laughs> it's just a fucking automated name. Leave us alone. Um, yeah, come talk to us, man. Come come hang out. What when I stream on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Colonel Mustard, the first L being an I. Um, we've been, we've been doing a lot of stuff. We also got the Patreon. Come check that out. Yeah. All right. Uh, Gibby, you want to, you want to give your hand at pitching our, our merch? I didn't. Well, okay. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. I was about to to say, I'm a little too zooted to be trying to promote shit. (laughs) You're always zooted. Not real. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff here. I'm seeing stickers, hoodies, a wallet. How could you not want to buy this stuff for low prices? I, dude, I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> I, I, tried, I tried my best here. I tried my best, but like, I, I'm here and I'm looking at this stuff and it's pretty cool. So if you want to support the show indirectly, we do have a line of merch. It's vtnetwork.redbubble.com. And we have a lot of logos. We have eight logos to go through right Ten. now. Ten logos. I can't count. Ten logos to go through. We have pillows. We have sweaters. We have coasters. We have phone cases. We got blankets. We got duffel bags. We got everything you possibly need. And as I said, it is an indirect way of supporting us. So if you do buy this, we do get a little bit of the money, but we mostly just want the recognition and the representation of our fans being out there in the world in the wild. Right? Yeah. So, if you want a more direct way of, of uh, supporting us, obviously the Patreon would be better, but the merch is still great. We would love to have you guys rep our shit out there. Yeah. Hell yeah. 
I'm glad, I'm glad we got through that. We got through it eventually. Yeah. So I would like to thank Paul Schreier and the Magic Squirrel Network for keeping us on and keeping us going. Without them, we literally wouldn't exist. I also want to thank our patrons this month. Lofus. Hi, baby. The Grave Robber. The Raging Caucasian who was on last episode. Cheyenne Carroll. Anthony. Sherry Finks. And Mr. Blacklung himself, who I believe will be on the show uh, within, within a couple of weeks or maybe even next show. So thank you all so very much. And thank you to everybody who has engaged with us, who listens, who uh, likes what we have to say. Uh, thank you all so much. And uh, thanks, Gibby, for being on. Hey, no problem. Stone motherfucker. <laughs> and with all that being said, we're going to go ahead and head to the post show. So say goodnight, Mustard. Good night, Mustard.